Hello, everybody. I know I'm late on our live. It is Tuesday now at about 12.10. Uh, so I'd love to know if you can guess where I am. Um, I'm with Lisa today. Again, we've done uh, two strategy days, uh, yesterday and today. And we are just um, thinking all about the women who are coming through our program, who are on the program, who finish the program. And we're thinking about all the things that we can do to continue to serve the women who have come through our program, as well as serve the women coming in. So a couple of big things um, that I think I want to start with, which is last week's live was all about becoming a grateful gal instead of a Debbie Downer. Now, if you don't know who I am, I'm Joy Foster. I'm the founder of Tech Pixies. We help women upskill with social media and WordPress, help them gain the confidence that they need to start a career um, or go back to work or launch a business, et cetera, using social media in particular and WordPress. Um, but last week we did a uh, live video and I said, uh, don't be a Debbie Downer and start becoming a grateful gal. And I said on the live that I did not mean that for Debbie Clayton. And Debbie Clayton, bless her heart, hasn't said anything. She, I don't know how she feels about that live. However, I did get an email, and it was a very well-meaning email, and it was from a woman named Deborah. And she pointed out to me that I probably could have thought through my choice of names that I used in that video. Um, why did I say Debbie Downer? Um, could I have done something different? And of course, you know, when I said grateful gal, I didn't say grateful Grace or grateful Greta or grateful whatever, I used grateful gal. So I think what it said to me was, first of all, I need to apologize to all Debbies out there in the whole wide world because she's right. This Deborah who wrote to me is right. You should not basically live out stereotypes, especially if we're trying to stop people associating women with negative thinking we have to stop using women in negative ways so to all the debbies out there i am so so sorry that we used your name and i will definitely come up with a new system now if you saw our facebook post this morning we were talking about different ways for women to identify how social media savvy they are and interestingly enough, one of the things that a lot of women who are coming onto our webinars and who I'm talking to on Facebook and on Instagram are saying to us is that they feel like a tech dinosaur. So what we were just doing was reflecting that, that language back and saying, should we ask a quiz, should we create a quiz about what kind of tech dinosaur are you? And Lisa and I have had a lot of fun with this. In fact, um, I went and hung out at Borton on the Water at Birdland. And I went and took all sorts of pictures of all of the dinosaurs there. So I posted a T-Rex this morning. And I said, um, you know, would you want a quiz that says, would you want to be, uh, what kind of tech dinosaur are you? Or would you want a quiz that says, how social media savvy are you? Now, all of the tech pixies, I mean, all of them, in our internal alumni and current students only group, said that they would prefer to do a quiz that says, how social media savvy are you? And then we had a few comments on the Facebook post that was saying, actually, I quite like the idea of the tech dinosaur one. So my guess is we're probably going to do both. Um, but I wanted to kind of preempt you on this because just by identifying what kind of tech dinosaur are you doesn't mean that's the end game. Remember, the dinosaurs are now extinct, which means you 
can become an extinct tech dinosaur and you can become someone who is comfortable and familiar with tech. And I think that's really important to understand. So, um, you know, we had some fun, fun with this. We were saying the Stegosaurus was a Stagnatosaurus. Uh, we were saying the, the T-Rex was a, a Tyrannosaurus wreck, but spelled W-R-E-C-K. Um, so we, had a, we personally had a lot of fun. And I've managed to even buy some giveaways, some dinosaur giveaways. Um, so some, some really awesome bamboo coffee cups and a really great, um, uh, you know, some all eco-friendly kind of dinosaur notebooks and some keychains and et cetera. And we were going to give those away to people who filled out the tech dinosaur quiz. And I'm still thinking we might do that. And so I'd love to know in the comments of this post or in a reply to the email, because we're going to send this out, obviously. Um, to our mailing list later today. I would love to know what kind of a quiz would you like to take? The tech dino one or the uh, social media savvy? And you know what? It may be that you can take both. And it's a great experiment for us to see what people prefer. But I want to just preface and, and just really strongly um, say to you that no matter where you are on the tech savvy scale, and we've created a really fun scale, um, or where you are on the tech dinosaur scale, which we've also created a really fun scale, that's your starting point right? That's just identifying where am I now? The next question is where do you want to be? And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to be putting into place initiatives like a private Facebook pop-up group for people who are thinking about doing the Tech Pixies program who want to ask all sorts of questions about it. We're going to put that in place. We're going to be sending out and creating content that will help you as you navigate your journey um, from where you are now to where you want to be in particular with social media. Uh, and there's a couple other initiatives we'll be launching around that. But if you are someone who's identified yourself as a tech dinosaur, or as someone who's not as tech savvy as you'd like to be, particularly when it comes to social media, you're gonna wanna hang out with us for the next month, uh, month and a half, as we get ready to launch our Social Media Magic September program. Um, which will be face-to-face -face and online. We're really looking forward to inviting a whole new group in, and we're also looking forward to some of our new initiatives um, to launch a follow-on program for women who have come through our program and want additional support following it. Uh, so more detail on that, very specifically, will go out to the emails. If you're not on our mailing list, make sure you get on there. I'll drop the link into, um, into this post. And uh, if you don't know what it is, it's techpixies.com forward slash weekly dash tips. Um, but you can also go to techpixies.com and right on the front page is the weekly tips button. Of course, that's going to be replaced with our quizzes soon. So uh, I definitely want your feedback on which kind of quiz you'd like. Um, and I think I would also love guesses on where we are. We are going to be putting this in, in our stories. Um, but I think I would like to address the reason that we're out of the house. So as you all know, it's summer break uh, in the UK. Um, it's probably summer break in most countries in the world. And most children are home uh, during this period of time. Now, my husband uh, works at a university. And he's got a bit more time in the summer than, uh, than he does during the rest of the year. And he's a great, um, he loves the kids and the kids love him. And probably since they were about two or three years old, he's been spending quite a lot of time with them and he's sought out flexible work so that he can be with his kids. Financially, it's been a bit of a different situation for us because it's not like he's out the big breadwinner. Uh, we're both kind of working flexibly and we're both earning flexibly and we're both kind of navigating that path, but that's what we chose to do for our family. But I have been following 
my online mentors. So I've said this before, like Amy Porterfield is one of my online mentors. Um, Rachel Hollis is one of my online mentors. And also, um, um, now I'm blanking on my last mentor, but Amy, Amy Porterfield and Rachel Hollis definitely are two of my big ones. And then Stu McLaren, right? So another one that I'm following and learning a lot from. But one of the things that Amy Porterfield said that really resonated with me is that you should have three mentors. So I've kind of picked them and I've said, right, these are who I'm going to follow. And I'm going to, I'm going to start using the techniques that they used to build their business because that's how I want to build my business. But then the other thing she said is she takes her project manager away every quarter for two days and they get out of their environment and they go somewhere totally unique and different that creates, uh, allows them to create and think creatively. So I took that on board and I said, right, this is really, we got to do this. So as you all know, the amazing Jenny has left us. She's got a great job at Queen's University, managerial post. She's looking after the people. She's got a big, big job. And uh, Lisa has just taken on her role. And so Lisa and I are working really closely together on content, on planning. We spent the last day um, yesterday at the Manor uh, Hotel in Weston on the Green thinking through the success path of, of women as they come into finding about our program and going all the way through to finishing our program and beyond. We spent a whole day in, in, in just this amazing environment really thinking it through and we felt like we'd really accomplished quite a lot. And today we are, I'm not going to tell you where, I want to know what you can guess, so put it into the comments, but we are in another location and it's really to get the creative thoughts flowing and just to get out of that environment. And if I'm being quite honest, to get out of the environment where my family is and where I can not worry about being guilty about working when I have my kids in the other room. And um, last week, Tim and I went to see, we, we did the very grown-up thing. We went and saw Financial Planner. We've been kind of slowly working with one just to try and get ourselves on board with where we want to be in our future. And it's not, it's not cheap. It's going to cost us quite a bit of money just to even go talk to this guy. But he's going to help us life plan, right? This isn't what are we doing for the next year, the next two years. It's what are we doing for the next two and a half decades, the next quarter of a century as a couple. What are we going to do? What do we need to earn? What do we need to save? You know, all that kind of stuff. We're getting ourselves on track. But what I loved about meeting with this guy was just the holistic picture that he gave us. And one of the things that we both, Tim and I both value is flexibility in our work. And that also means that when he needs to work, I need to be there for the kids. And when I need to work, he needs to be there for the kids. And one of the things I realized was I have been guilt working, guilt parenting as well. So every time I'm with my kids, I'm secretly checking my phone and doing work stuff. And every time I'm working in the house, I'm constantly getting disrupted by the kids and the activities that are going on around the house. And I made a commitment to Tim in that meeting that I was going to start to really try and separate work from the family. And the only way I could think to do that, and when we were talking this through with our life planner, I was saying, well, I think the only way I can do that is I, I purposefully have work days where I've got the full day and I'm not at home and I'm not connected to anything going on at home kids wise and I can just go to work and I can know that I'm all in for an eight hour period of time and I can come home and put it all away. And what's really, really cool is that last night when, when Lisa and I finished up, I, and she's sitting right there, she's nodding, she knows it's true. I put 
all my stuff in her car and she took it to her house and I didn't get home and get on the computer. Now, I did get on the phone and I know I got to work on that, but at least I got home. I got to spend some time with my husband. I got to watch the end of a movie. I got to read. I got to do my prayer journal and I started to do stuff that was like not work related and it, I was starting to feel that separation happen. So I guess I, I'm sharing the experience to share my own personal experience, but also to tell you a little bit about why I'm out of the house today, why I've taken myself away. And what I'm really excited about is that tomorrow I'm all in with the kids. I'm all in. We're going to go do a bread making course. I'm really excited about that. And on Friday, we're going to go learn how to be knights at the Oxford Castle. So I have two full days committed to my kids and being with them. And on Thursday, as a family, we're going to go do something for the full day. So I'm really excited about that. And I will be working in and around it. I won't be working all day, but we've done serious work yesterday and serious work today. So we're going to be able to walk away and we've got a plan. And that's the other thing that we're doing right now. We are in planning mode. And, you know, we talk a lot on the program about setting SMART goals, but the SMART goals don't work if you don't put a plan in place, if you don't put good habits in place. So we're working really hard on putting that plan in place, creating our own visual marketing plan. Those of you who are Tech Pixies will know what I'm talking about. We are looking at the next six months and what do the people that we are taking care of and serving want to know? What do you want to know? What are your questions? That's what we're thinking about today and that's what we're going to be answering over the next six months. So I just wanted to do a little bit of an insider story, get, give you the inside scoop on what's happening at Tech Pixies. Uh, and it is summer, so we're on a little bit of a lighter schedule, but we're still working. We're still ticking along in the background to make sure that we have a really, really, really impactful September and beyond. So thanks for joining us today. If you joined us, and again, sorry, Debbie. We will not be going there again with any of those Debbie Downer comments because they're just not true. We love all Debras, Deb, Debbies, Debs. What other Debs are there? That's Deborah. it. Deborah, Deborah, Debbie, Debs. We love you all. And uh, we, we hope that you will accept our apology. Uh, and um, we'll have to think of a different way of talking about characteristics. But if you are down in any way, or if you are struggling in any way, which we all go there. Uh, in fact, I even had that moment yesterday where I got a little bit jealous about somebody else's success, which I shouldn't do, but we all go there. I sat down and I challenged myself. Let's start writing the things we're grateful for. And I got about, you know, an, about a, 20 minutes later, I was still writing. I had a whole page of things I was grateful for. So, uh, and it did change my mood and it did make me feel like, you know what? I'm grateful for that person's success too. And I'm grateful for all these other things. So it's really important. If you need to change your mood, start to write down the things you're grateful for. If we carry on from last week. And another, another thing I heard this week that I loved, and I'll close on this is act the way you want to feel. And I've been saying that to Heidi quite a lot because she's going through a lot of changes. She's nine years old and you know, you just start to have those hormonal changes. We all know what that's like, all of us ladies. And we've been talking about not faking it, but acting the way you want to feel. So if you're struggling, you know, sometimes getting a joke book out, laughing a bit, watching something funny, smiling, saying what you're grateful for, those things can turn a frown upside down. Have a great day.